0: This is Post Game Rewind from the RIT Tigers Sports Network, recapping RIT's 4-3 loss to LIU on December 11th, 2020. Well, the Tigers dropped this one 4-3. I'm Ed Trotsker along with Scott Bigger and Matt Campbell. Scott is waiting. Uh, Coach Wayne Wilson is making his way over to our interview area. The Tigers had a pretty good first period, uh, showed a lot of skill against a lot of uh, Strength from LIU, but the game quickly turned the other way as we went on, and I'm sure we'll hear details on that from RIT head coach Wayne Wilson. Now joined by
1: Coach Wayne Wilson and, and Coach, oh. not the result, a kind of a disappointing loss for the Tigers. Oh,
2: yeah, we got what we deserved, uh, you know, tonight. So our effort level matched the scoreboard.
1: It, it it seemed like RIT in the first period was kind of going like a workmanlike effort, but then LIU gain more energy in the second period and the tigers really couldn't answer right?
2: yeah there's nothing workman about our effort tonight it was all perimeter keep away soft easy power play no block shots i mean the difference in the block shots who wanted to win the game tonight uh, the one-on-one battles and the block shots and the, the battles in the grade a area were uh, that that's who the better team was tonight and that's why they won
1: is is that the kind of uh Lesson you can give to the team after uh, this kind of a non-conference game?
2: I, I don't know. I mean, it was, you know, that's up to our guys. Uh, that should have been. I mean, we addressed it after the first period. I wasn't happy with our first period. Uh, so, you know, they got to do it, and uh, I thought that was the bottom line. I, I tip my hat to them. They outworked us tonight, and they deserved to win the game, and they did.
1: Does this give you an opportunity to mix things up a little bit tomorrow?
2: We got, this is our team right here. This is this is our team. This is, we got no exit. We don't have enough players for it, and that's not an excuse. We have the same lineup as we played against Niagara. So, um, you know, if you got to mix up players to get them to play harder, then, you know, that's maybe the wrong thing to do. Uh, they've they've got to come out and play harder. Playing with different teammates doesn't, doesn't do anything. It doesn't work one weekend and all of a sudden say, well, oh, it it's not working now. So they've got to decide for themselves if they want to respect their opponent, first, first and foremost, come out and put the effort that's needed to win hockey games and sacrifice for wins because it's Division One hockey and I don't care what league, who, independent, whatever, uh, uh, you know, it is what it is. So they're, they're, they're going to be no worse than a 500 Hockey team. Uh, if we play really well and win tomorrow night, or they're on the winning ledger uh, with a three and one record if they win tomorrow night. So, like you know, like they're a good hockey team. You can't manufacture wins by flukes, and they didn't. Uh, they they worked hard and deserved the win.
1: Thanks, coach. Yep, thank you.
0: That's RIT you. head coach Wayne Wilson after a four to three loss in Matt. Um, I don't think that uh, that Coach Wilson
3: could have put it any more bluntly. Yeah, he certainly didn't mince any words. Uh, not happy with the team's performance, and said uh, even after the first period, not happy with the team for performance. And he said something that I, I thought was interesting because my thought during the first period was, wow, this kind of looks like an RIT power play. And actually, he saw that as a negative. Um, you know, uh, um, umbrella play, uh, edge work, um, you know, perimeter work when you're uh, five on five is not very aggressive form of hockey, and I think that. Wayne's point was that, uh, you know, if we took advantage of that possession time to drive the net a little more, be a little more aggressive, be a little more physical, uh, that maybe we don't lose that hockey game. So, um, pretty typical of head coach Wayne Wilson to uh, to tell us like it is, and we definitely appreciate his comments. Well, and and the other thing that was very telling, I
0: think, from the interview is his comment about there not being any blocked shots. LIU was giving up the body all game to make a lot of blocks even so uh garrett metcalf still had to make uh 36 saves some some number like that and probably another 10 or 12 shots blocked out in
3: front of him so uh yeah great effort yeah and that's um you know metcalf had to make a lot of saves 33 saves is 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 nothing to to minimize but RIT taking a lot of um, easy lanes, uh, shots where a goalie like uh, Metcalf, who, you know, senior, played at, you know, a couple other schools. So clearly he has skills if schools want to keep picking him up when he becomes available. Um, He's going to make those saves. So the shot, uh, one thing about shot totals is they don't always talk about the shot quality. And I think for RIT today, uh, they had a lot of shots that were were just into the breadbasket and relatively easy saves. Uh, for the goaltender to make.
0: Yeah, no block shots for RIT in the game. Uh, and I think the number is something like uh, 17 for LIU. Tonight, it was a loss for the Tigers 4-3. to Before we get into the rewind, just some thoughts on RIT head coach Wayne Wilson comments. Uh, as you were making your way back up to our broadcast booths, uh, Scott, uh, we're commenting that... that Wayne Wilson was pretty blunt and didn't pull any punches and and perhaps was even a little restrained about what he was actually feeling uh, yeah I'm sure
1: he used um, a little bit of different language with the the players um, would be my impression um, and and you know he, he, he said he talked about it during that first intermission that how he uh, you know they realized what was going on they tried to they addressed it with the, the team and um, you know it's, it's just that uh, Long Island, got, you know, ratcheted up the energy faster than the Tigers could um, in this situation. They, I, I thought um, the Sharks played a bit tentative in that first period. Um, you know, I don't know. If, I don't think they were nervous. I just think they were just, uh, you know, a little bit uh, back on their heels.
3: Um, and, well, uh, Rusty, I mean, it's been a while since they played. Their games last weekend against AIC were canceled. They had the previous weekend right, off, right? And right. And so it's been a while since they've been on the ice.
1: Yep. And, uh, but they, you know, as they took that first intermission to kind of, uh, you know, give themselves some confidence. And it's like, yeah, we can, we're really with these guys. And, um, you know, and they kind of built from there. And the Tigers didn't have much of an answer for that.
0: Calverly but, tries to feed it across. Rebound score. Will Calverly makes it one nothing Tigers on the power play. And uh, with that, why don't you jump in and uh, recap what was uh, going on in the contest there.
3: All right, RIT would. Score first in this contest uh, on a power play. Uh, Will Calverly and Jake Joffe were camped uh, really low, uh, one on either side of the crease. Calverly had the puck, was looking to pass it across to Joffe, but Garrett Metcalf got a little piece of it, came right back on Calverly's stick, and he was able to pop it in the net. Getting assists on that goal were Jake Hamaker and Dan Willett. Time of the RIT power play goal, 12.46 in the first.
0: Well, then on to uh, the shorthanded goal, since we did
3: hear the replay on that already. Uh, Shorthanded goal was a bit of an odd and maybe a little bit of a broken play. I'd like to see a a replay on that. It either came off the backboards on a funny bounce or was just mishandled by Garrett Metcalf. But the result was that Metcalf was down on the backboards and the the puck came out into the slot where Cody Laskowski, like he seems to always do, was very aggressively for checking uh and was able to bury the puck even though there was a defender there he got just enough of it to put it in the net uh assists on that goal were given to spencer berry and uh dimitri microgianakis um i'm not sure when exactly those assists occurred but it is a home game and everyone gets a point so rit with the shorthanded goal at 318 in the second period And, whoa,
0: score! Talk about a mishandled play. Oh, my goodness. Trying to play the puck was Metcalf. He'd gone over behind the net, kind of bobbled it, came right out in front, and Cody Laskoski has his second goal as a Tiger, both of them improbable.
3: Uh, After that, though, LIU would really take the game to the Tigers, and just over a minute later, Zach Bross uh, would net one from uh, Brett Humberstone. It was a really, really nice behind-the-back shot by Bross. The puck uh, squirted out to him. He had to reach behind himself to get it, but he whipped off just a really clean wrister that was able to elude the netminder, Logan Dracca, at 447. Gustav Müller would... Pick one up, uh, a rebound that was kicked out by uh, Logan Drackett after a shot by uh, Nolan McElhaney. Uh, you know that Drackett really didn't have time to respond to the the second shot, and Gustav Müller would put one in at 9:36 to tie the game. Uh, that wasn't it in the second period, however. LIU managing to get one more. Mitch Meek with a, a blast from the blue line. There was a, a line of players both liu and tigers all battling for position between him and logan drackett and by by my view it looked like logan drackett did not see that puck until it was right in front of him not able to uh, get the glove up in time to make the save and uh, liu would take the lead they would hold that lead for the rest of the game that would do it in the second period for scoring. However, 133 into the third period, Zach Bross would net his second of the game and second of the season with a, uh, a feed from Jack Quinn right at the end of an RIT power play. A really nice two on one up the ice for LIU, uh, able to bury the puck. Um, RIT would get one back later on in that period, Nick Bruce. Uh, from Will Calverly and Kobe Walker, all three of them coming into the zone. They really only had one defender to deal with. The second defender was back-checking and was a factor, but not enough to stop their really nice and clean passing, and Bruce was able to bury the puck, even strength goal at 7:57.
0: McElhaney now a chance for the Tigers back the other way. Drop behind Walker. Now here's a chance to a score. Now what a pretty play that was.
3: Walker to Calvary and the trilling winger Nick Bruce. And the Tigers cut the lead to 4-3. Despite having some chances for the rest of the period, that would do it for scoring in the game uh, for either team. RIT falling 4-3. Shots on goal for the game. Uh, totals were 26 for LIU and 36 for RIT. Uh, in the penalty department, LIU went 0 for, 0 for 4 on the man advantage, RIT going 1 for 5. Uh, you know, you had the face-offs, Here they are. Uh, face-offs in that game, uh, LIU with a, just a 2 face-off advantage, winning 31-29 for RIT.
0: And that's how it rewinds the Tigers drop to 2-2-1 two, two and one overall. They remain at 1-0-1 in Atlantic hockey as this was a non-conference game. And this is the only home series uh, with two games back-to-back for the Tigers. They'll do one, two games back-to-back at Robert Morris just after the first of the year. So they got to come back out and take on this team. I hope the players kind of take this to heart and uh, get in the right frame of mind, the right attitude, and the right effort tomorrow. Uh, because I think uh, Wayne Wilson was right, Scott, that this isn't something the coaches can instill in them. They prepare them, they talk to them, they try to get them riled up, but if the players don't want to put in the effort, it's really on them.
1: Well, we we asked in our at the end of our pregame show uh, which would prevail, experience or enthusiasm, and enthusiasm won tonight.
3: Yeah, experience almost... Uh you felt like they were just too comfortable oh look we can play keep away with these guys especially in the first period when when lau very much let rit play keep away but hockey is not a game of keep away hockey is a game of scoring <laughs> and uh doesn't matter how long your puck possession is in that period if you can't put it in the net
1: right and you know and i i, I really thought that you know you mentioned that uh, lau hasn't had a game in a couple of weeks and they kind of got that rust off in that first period and after that uh they've They were a very competitive hockey team.
0: Well, and it it really helps having the solidity in net of Garrett Metcalf, a veteran goaltender back there. He's directing traffic. He's probably adding a lot of confidence to that team. Uh, Our friend, I, I mentioned him before. I mentioned him again now, Brad Schlossman from the Grand Forks Herald. He does a podcast along with Nate Ewell from College Hockey, Inc. called College Hockey Today. And one of the things that, brad suggested is that this long island university team might be a little bit like the first year vegas golden knights in the nhl you know you've got some solid veterans maybe some guys who haven't gotten to play as much as they would like to but who are pretty good players and some eager freshmen and uh, you put together kind of a combination team that can go out there and uh, just go for it i i You know, I think you were right, Scott, that there seemed to be a little tentativeness in Long Island in the first period. There was more bodies than skill, but they really changed that up after that first intermission.
1: Yeah, and, and, you know, the older players, the the graduate transfers or the, uh, you know, the seniors really made a difference in tonight's contest. Uh, Matt Harris... Zach Bros, Mitch Meek, uh, Derek Oshik. We called their names a ton tonight, and I think they're the ones who really came through for Long Island uh, in this game. And uh, you know, they they formed the backbone of this team, and the rest of them are getting experience to try and get up to their level. Um, but it was those players that were the difference makers.